Welcome to Kicking It Local, the podcast all about the football community in South Australia. I'm your host, Johnny Keiko, and this is part two of my NPL preview with the coaches. If you haven't listened to part one just yet, make sure you go back and listen to the previous three coaches to see what they have to say ahead of their season. But in today's episode, I'll be catching up with FK Belgrade's Joshua Smith ahead of his first season as head coach of the club. He's brought in a few big inclusions, including Jared Clark, an international for Vanuatu. Plus, he's managed to keep a massive player in Joshua Murray on the back of his time at Adelaide United. Plus, Jim Sakinis from West Adelaide talks about the rivalry with Adelaide City and how he cannot wait for round one clash against his former teammate in Paul Pezos. But first, let's get straight into the brand new coach for Adelaide Comets for 2023, George Sonis, as he talks about what it's like to be back as a head coach of an NPL club. And he also shines light on which player will be out for 15 weeks of this season. Let's get into part two. I'm here at Ellis Park with LA Comets brand new coach, George Sonis, for this year in 2023. Mate, George, thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure. Thanks for having us. It's a, a big year for you. Back uh, as a head coach once again after leaving Adelaide City as an assistant under Paul Pezos last year. You are inheriting a, a team that's made the grand finals the last few years but just couldn't win it. How have you found the preseason coming into this uh, this big season of 2023? Yeah, I guess it's been um, really exciting to be honest. Working with a new grunch, bunch of boys that I, I sort of didn't know personally. Um, it's been it's been really fun to be honest. Um, you know, back as a, as, as a senior coach. Um, and really looking forward to the task ahead. You know, the club has set a, a huge precedent in the past four years, um, but I guess that's what life's about, challenges and, and looking forward to it. You've had a few changes as well from last year's squad with Scott Nagel, who's left. What are some other important ins and outs uh, for your squad in the off-season and uh, what are some of the reasons behind those changes? Oh, more so the outs with, uh, you know, Alan Welsh, uh, uh, taking on his uh, personal, uh, you know, uh, career in, in becoming a fiery, so he can't be with us for at least 15 weeks. So that's a huge, huge loss. Um, obviously, as you mentioned, Scotty Nagel, an experienced player, and um, we unfortunately had a, a mishap with Lockie Stead, who, you know, was an upcoming player. Um, unfortunately, had, uh, did his ACL in training a couple of weeks ago. So that's, uh, you know, three big, big outs. But uh, in saying that, we've uh, brought in some young, enthusiastic uh, young boys, uh, which I'm sure uh, in due course will, um, will become great players for the club. The club's obviously known for bringing in younger players um, here at LA Comets, but what should we expect from this squad coming into the season? I guess, uh, like... I'm pretty sure every coach will say, uh, you know, exciting football, um, energy. Uh, uh, I guess uh, when, you, when you're coming into a new role, uh, you sort of need to try to stand your authority, how you want things done, and that's why you, you probably put a need, a, a need a bit more time, hence why we've done a few more sessions than probably that I would like. But, you know, the, the whole comment set up from 18s to reserves to seniors, there's such a good number here of young boys willing to learn and... And what I've noticed in the past, just the past couple of months I've been here is their, their attachment to the club. It, it really is, you know, when I, a few years ago, looking out in, you couldn't, wouldn't really respect it. But past couple of months, it's a, it's a credit to, to the board from top down. Uh, they've set a really good um, standard of, you know, being um, a family club. Is there any pressure on your part coming into this club, knowing the circumstances of grand finals and not being able to capitalise on those Big, uh, big occasions. Is there any pressure on your side, or are you coming in feeling fine? 
Oh, I guess I, I put pressure myself uh, in life in general to be the best uh, I can, whatever I do. So, you know, we all aspire to to, to win. Uh, to say that I don't, you know, I, uh, mediocrity doesn't sit well with me. You know, you try, you try your best, and if it if it if it doesn't work and you fail, so be it. Life goes on. But as long as you know that you've done your best, then you know you've you've covered all uh, all bases to try achieve that. Now, we, uh, you did mention about some of the changes you've made this season, but is there anyone you can put your finger on that we could, should keep our eye on this season? Yeah, I, I, there, there's a boy that we've brought in from uh, Adelaide United setup. His name's Arby Molas. I think he's got a great future ahead of him. He's got a good head on his shoulders. And obviously the guys that have been here before, Ryan Yates, well, what can you say about the guys probably play close to you know, 150 games at such a young, young level. So, yeah, those two obviously should do good things for us this year and finally the club uh, is obviously known to have been moving around with home grounds of late service fm is currently the new home uh, where your home games are going to be played ellis park where we're recording right now is not too far away hopefully should be done by the end of the season but what's the club's ambitions on the on the field of play in regards to uh, what they want to take out of 2023 is it trophies this year or just to make the finals and just build something for the future i guess in terms of the our home base uh, we should be on training on the on the main deck within uh, a fortnight all going well and the club is aspiring to play at least two three home games this year so that's a that's a positive in terms of uh, aspirations for the club you know we, we we've, we've sat down as a group and we said let's just try to be the, the best we possibly can work together and if things don't uh, go our way, we don't need to hit the panic button. I guess there's a process for the next couple of years. And, 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 and the squad is quite young, it is. It, you know, it's got a lot of years ahead of it. So, again, we just need to look after ourselves and let, um, let the football gods uh, maybe give us a bit of luck. Well, it sounds like it's all positive around this area. And uh, as you did mention, it is a very uh, close-knit team, especially with everything it's been through over the last uh, 12 months as well and coming into it. Good luck this season, mate, and hopefully it's a, a successful one for yourself in the first year back as a head coach. Uh, thanks very much, mate, and to yourself. Keep up the good work around the local uh, local traps. We need uh, people like yourself. Uh, we don't get enough uh, credit, I guess, and thanks very much again. Thank you so much. That's George Sonis. I'm here with FK Berglad, head coach of 2023, Joshua Smith. Mate, thank you so much for joining me. No worries. Thanks for having me. This season, you're the head coach for uh, FK Berglad, taking over the reins from Damien Murray. You've got the full season ahead of you this season. How have you found the preseason after taking over from Murray's spot? Look, um, I've been blessed, you know what I mean, that Damien's put a lot of good processes in place and I thought has brought back, you know, that winning mentality and the professionalism to the club. So, you know, for me, I've just um, been able to add you know, some bits and pieces here and there and, um, you know, followed up by some good um, young signings. And no, I'm happy. We've got a good group of boys, a good mentality. People want to work, people want to win. So, look, I think we're tracking quite nicely. It's only been, you know, eight weeks. But, um, but yeah, we're, we're heading into the season strong and hopefully we'll do well. You are taking over Damian Murray, but one thing he has left you is Josh Murray. His son is still in your squad. How important is having him in the squad and what are some of the other important ins and outs that you've uh, made in the off-season um, and what are some of the reasons behind the changes? Look, Josh Murray's a class player. I think, um, you know, everyone saw it last year with the with the quality that he brings. So, you know, getting him back was, um, you know, after his stint with Adelaide United was, was number one for us and not only what he brings on the park, but, you know, what he brings off the park with the group, the professionalism. He's a very likeable guy. Um, you know, it's, we're lucky to have him and um, hopefully we can, 
we can help him, help him progress um, to where he wants to be. Um, in regards to, to ins and outs, I think, look, we've lost obviously a lot of experience um, with the guys that, that brought the State League um, title and the promotion being, you know, Jordan Pudler, um, Jacob Butler-Bowden, um, Evan Cunavellis, you know, Deal Chamberlain, they're all, you know, big players, um, you know, that have helped the club in the past. But I think it's now the opportunity for some of the younger guys um, that have come in to, to take over. And, um, you know, we've been able to bring in some, some good guys, you know, that have been in the system before. Um, Jared Clark, Adam Lee and Bruno. Um, we brought in Yarrod Abitu, um, a couple more. So, you know, these are all, you know, guys with, um, you know, with youth team or A-League experience, you know, that can that can really add a, add a lot to the group and, and help us progress. Some of the changes you've made to the squad are putting your team in a really good position to uh, make the finals this year. What should we expect from your team and should we be expected to see you guys as a dark horse for the season? Look, I think last year, you know, the aim um, for the season was was not, you know, to avoid relegation. It was to make the finals and, you know, I think we, we finished one point, you know, out of the, um, out of the top six. So... You know, definitely this year and, and the club's ambition is, is a big club with big history. You know what I mean? I don't think we don't definitely don't want to be a team um, that just make up the numbers over the next couple of years. We want to be a team that that progresses, that pr promotes young players, that that sells players, you know, I'm into the A-League, but also um, competes for, for silverware. So, you know, for us, you know, the, the first goal is obviously to make the top six, um, you know, and then and then once we've done that to make the top four and. And then after that, you know, everyone wants to win a trophy, right? Like, that's, that's what we play for. So, at the end of the day, I think, um, you know, we've got a good, a good group of um, guys and, you know, we've been able to bring in some experienced NPL guys as well. You know, Donnie Pollock's come in, um, he's played previously at, you know, Metro Stars, South Adelaide, Burks, um, can bring a lot to the group. Um, but, yeah, no, we, um, we're pushing, you know, and even with the existing players, you know, I think we've, um, we've had a lot of young you know, players step up and, and obviously some of the senior guys that have been here have gone to another level as well. So um, looking forward to, to how it shapes up. You've managed to maintain Josh Murray again, one that we everyone loved watching last season in the, uh, in the league. Is it just him that we should look out for or is there anyone else in the squad that we should keep an eye on this season? Look, I think, um, I think Josh Murray, you know, will always be one to watch, you know, for the next couple of years. I think he's, he's really come into his own as a player, um, but I, I still think he can, he can get better and improve and, and be knocking on the door of, you know, any A-League club that wants to take a chance on a, you know, an, on an older player, as you would say. Um, but I think, um, you know, there's some other players that are probably you know, ones to watch that have gone to, to another level would be, you know, potentially Gideon Arok, um, you know, a very, very talented, you know, young player, previously been at Adelaide United, Melbourne City, um, Central Coast Mariners, and, you know, for the club to retain him um, has been huge. Um, what he brings to the team is, you know, unbelievable ability um, on the ball, can play in the midfield, can play at the back, um, a great leader on and off the park. I think he's, um, you know, really a potential um, star for the future. Um, and then, like I said, look, we've got, you know, a number of, of good young players that are, that are just itching to have a kind of breakout season. So um, I'm looking forward to see, you know, I mean, who really takes that on this year as well. And you did touch on the club's ambitions for 2023. You're looking to get finals and potentially trying to win some trophies. Have you got, have you sat down with the club and set in stone what the club's ambitions are for 2023? Look, I think, like I said, the club's a big club, um, big history. Um, you know, like I said, they, you know, it, it's, it's clear that they don't want to just make up the numbers, but also I think, you know, the, the goals, you know, come from within, within the players um, and the group of staff that we've got. And, you know, if the players believe, you know, that they can challenge, you know, at the top and, and win trophies, then, then, that's, then that's what we're aiming for, you know. Um, 
you know, the guys here, you know, there's a lot of talented players that are under the age of 23 and with the national second division, you know, starting to, to come around the corner, I think there's a, there's a bunch of guys, you know, that will be putting their hands up to say, you know, if we get a team in South Australia or two teams, that you need to be picked. So, um, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of personal goals there and also I think um, the team goals are to, to absolutely win a trophy this year. It's shaping up to be a great season. Looking forward to seeing how FKA Belgrade do this year and uh, all the best for 2023 and your first year as a permanent coach at the club. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. That was Joshua Smith from FKA Belgrade. I'm joined by West Adelaide head coach Jim Sakenis. Mate, thank you so much for joining me. No problem, Johnny. Thanks for having me. Going into this season is a big one for the club because we know last year you you won promotion back into the NPL, the top fly in South Australia, where we know you and the club all think you belong as a club. You're back there. You did it the hard way, but how has preseason treated you and the team heading into round one against uh, your old rivals in Adelaide City? Uh, look, I think with the history of the club, yeah, we belong in NPL. Um, uh, but look, whether we're ready or not, time will tell. It's a big transition. It's a big step. Uh, I've got a lot of young boys in the squad. I think the preseason has been really solid today. We've had a couple of good results, but as you know, preseason is not always the perfect indicator. Um, I think coming into the first four games of the season, we'll be able to tell where we're at. Uh, the club's ambition is obviously this year the transition is to survive. Um, and just see how we go and be competitive. Uh, anything more than that would be a bonus. We all know the State League 1 is a different kettle of fish altogether, but to get ready to go into state, uh, to NPL, you've got to make some changes to, to be able to stay in that level. What are some of the ins and outs you brought into the squad to try and uh, cope with the, the new level of uh, competition that you're going to be uh, up against? Look, I probably there was a little bit of focus on, on a little bit more of a youth, so I don't think you can go with too many overage experienced players. Uh, we lost... Evan Kostopoulos, who was a marvel at the back, he retired. Uh, Ricky De Silva left us our captain, and um, Nathan Amonatidis in particular went to Adelaide United. So we had to look at replacing those, and I think the replacements so far have been solid. Um, we've still got our big Englishman, ball of the century nephew, that's Joe Gadding. Uh, and we've got Trey Williams in, in inclusion. We've got Cooper O'Donnell. We've got Min uh, Park. Uh, there's a few players that have had MPL experience. Uh, Harry Thomas, Josh Harvey's yet to come back. So, look, there's been a lot of inclusions. And the problem with a lot of inclusions is time to settle and gel. Uh, so I, I think we've done well in that aspect. And whether we've gelled quick enough, time will tell. But I think we're, at this stage, we're okay. I'm pretty happy where we're at. What, what should we expect from this? Uh, the squad that you've put together this year? Um, should we see any style in particular that you, you guys are looking to, to play? Look, in general... This is the hard part as a, as a coach because you've got to put your ego aside. Last year, it was very flowing. Uh, a lot of balls in the box, a lot of crosses, a lot of exciting football. But I think this year, we have to be a bit smarter. And that's something I've learned as a coach is you've got to know when to play that way and, and when to just be patient uh, and suck up some pressure. So I think what you, what you should see, the biggest thing from our team at the moment looks like good camaraderie, good culture, good fights. Uh, I don't think they're the kind of team that's going to give up. And that's based on the personnel that I've selected. And with the personnel you've selected this year as well, is there, is there anyone in particular that we should keep an eye on or is it the whole team that's going to be really well played on, um, play really well together on the pitch? Oh, look, I think it's going to be uh, gelling of a squad. I don't think we've got any superstars in, in particular. I think the biggest name we probably signed was Trey Williams and he's a little bit exceptional. But even with the boys we've got, we've got Costa Mantis, 
still here. He's a captain. He's been a club boy through and through. Um, there's things like that. I, I wouldn't tell you to look at anyone in particular. But you know what? We may have this conversation in about three months and you may, you may say to me, how about this player or how about that player? That's the kind of squad we look like at the moment. Where we're not focused on just one or two players. It's, it's a combined effort. Well, we can't wait to see what that looks like on the pitch. Finally, you didn't mention, you touched on it briefly right at the beginning, the club's ambitions. So this year, we know a lot of clubs, their ambitions are to either win silverware and most of them are to try to get that finals place top six. Is that on the cards for you guys? Or you actually, what you mentioned earlier is that you just want to stay up this year and that's all you're fighting for. Is that the club's ambitions? Look, I, I think it's the, it's the minimum, isn't it? Uh, I think the minimum is, uh, because statistically they even tell you, Johnny, that uh, most teams that go up, I think 70% go straight back down. Mm. So you're fighting against the stats in one. So if we can beat that barrier, we can jump that hurdle, who knows? You know, if you keep the team on the park and you keep them chill and you keep a good culture, top six is not out of the question, but hey, just going to have to wait and see. You know, if we don't have limited, if we have limited injuries, keep people on the park. I just think there's, you never know in this league. I think apart from the top four, I think the rest are all going to be competitive. And, and obviously I'm going around, we need to look at some of the other teams and that's probably something I've lacked as a coach is um, I've sort of been out uh, of, of these leagues for a while. So I came in last year, I learned all the state league one, but of course we're straight up. So now it's a case of trying to pick all the NPL players and have more of their players and more of their teams. Well, you're not getting it easy, uh, your first game in the in the NPL. You're going to be playing against old rivals, Adelaide City, last year's champions. Um, it's going to be a big test for the club, but what are you uh, looking forward to most about this this uh, big matchup? It's it's one of the most anticipated games of the season, and it's all going to happen at Service FM Stadium, up against Paul Pezos, who you have a bit of history with as well. How how are you looking for? How much are you looking forward to this uh, this big game? Oh, I think it's really exciting. From a guy like from people like us, like Paul and I, obviously friends and my teammates at West Adelaide in the old National League. So when you look at the history of these two teams, I, I mean, I'm really excited about it. I think they're expecting a big crowd, and so they should, because the feeling of these two teams, the rivalry over years, you can't just throw that away. You know, it's been there, and now it's it's time to bring it back. But the, the advantage we have here, I think, um, it's a bit of a free hit. Uh, it's a bit of the Rocky story. You know, if someone's going to offer you uh, a, a and like Rocky was an amateur, they offered him a title shot. Why would you say no? You'd have a crack because you don't have a lot to lose. Everyone expects that Adelaide City to win. So for us, this is great. This is a free hit at the, at the title holders. Um, you know, anything, if we lose, so be it. We regroup. It's probably expected from most people. If we don't and we get a result, then hey, you know, we could be surprising. You never know. Well, it sounds like from your point of view, it's going to be an exciting match to uh, to look out for. And you both have something in common as well. You both got covered in Gatorade uh, in the Grand Finals at Service FM the last time you were there. We never know. It might happen again in this match. Well, I'll make sure we got some on the sidelines ready to go. Yeah, yeah. The boys stitch us up. That's for sure. Uh, uh, the boys stitch us up. But you know what? It's all part of it, isn't it? That's, that's where it's part of the passion. And if the boys are buying in on that too. Oh, uh, look. It's just the expectation... I'm looking forward to being a player. I haven't been a player in these derbies. Um, I remember the days when I'd line up against Ivanovic and Tobin and Zapika. I mean, in Australian defence. But you look at that history and you look at the crowd and the passion, it'd be the game that everyone would talk about for the rest of the week. Mm. That's how much passion was involved. So, look, I'm looking forward to it either way. Whether, whether it be gay, I just hope we can um, show people what we're made of. Like that's what it's going to come down to the day. I hope the boys don't get any stage fright. Uh, it doesn't matter who you're playing. 
uh, we should be out there and be competitive. Well, anyway, it's going to be a very big game on uh, on Friday night. The big clash, Adelaide City versus West Adelaide. The rivalry, the derby is back in the NPL where it uh, where it belongs. And we're looking forward to uh, to that big game. And all the best, Jim, in your season back in the NPL and looking forward to seeing what you and the club can produce this year. Yeah, thank you, Johnny. I appreciate it, mate. We appreciate all the support and we're looking forward to the Friday night, mate. I think it's going to be really exciting. It absolutely is. Thanks so much, Jim. No worries, Johnny. That was Jim Tekenis from West Adelaide. That's all for part two of the NPL preview with the coaches. That was Joshua Smith, Jim Sakinis, and George Sonis. Part three out tomorrow, and that's all on Kicking the Local. Make sure you subscribe to Kicking the Local wherever you get your podcasts so you can get a taste of the SA football community. Plus, follow at Kicking It Local SA on Instagram and Twitter so you don't miss any of the action. See you soon.